0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
1: ParmaBet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at ParmaBet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the
0: bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: Hello and welcome to Off The Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Dockers great Paul Hazelby. Hayes, great to see you. Happy Saturday.
0: Happy Saturday to you, Jimmy. Yeah, What a week it was. The mid-season draft we, of course, had. Where do you sit on this? Is it good for the game? Is it bad for the game? Can the waffle survive this in the long term? The waffle will survive,
1: yes. Uh, And I think it's good for the players, obviously, that get a chance at the top level. Because if you speak to most of those guys that want an opportunity, they, they, they want to play at the highest level. Does it suck for some of our waffle clubs? It absolutely does. And East Fremantle have been decimated, which is horrible. But,
0: but are any of these clubs actually going to use these players in the run home? Like, I think the West Coast Eagles will play Jai Cully. But it was interesting to see only Carlton drafted recycled mm-hmm. AFL players for a purpose for the now because of the injuries that they had to Jacob Wiedering and a few of their key defenders, Harry Mackay. They've actually taken players like Durden and Hayes that can fill a role. The others are just using them for the long term. Why couldn't they wait another four months until the national draft to give those guys an opportunity? Because this is damaging to the waffle clubs, and you talk about East Perth. I'm, I'm ruling East Perth out now of playing fine. Ruling them out? Ruling them out. They're Why? Not, well, they're three from three, mm-hmm. and he's their leading goal kicker, second in the comp. Um, to me, they're not good enough to compete against the top sides. They need everything to go right. You're talking and- about Sebbett yeah, I'm, so, I'm talking about him. So And then Nisha Manel. You can say the same now for Bryn Tickle leaving them, but not only him. They've lost a number of players, and I don't think they'll win the premiership mm. now. Now, it was never certain they were going to win it, no. but I could almost be certain if they had all those players available. You've got the draft. You've got the rookie draft. You've got the SSP period, and now we've added a fourth one. Mm. I'm not sure we need it, and I think the clubs are just using it to get ahead of the year.
1: Well, how else are they supposed to use it, though, Hayes?
0: Well, it was designed to fill a a need if you had injuries. But the list sizes as they stand, Jimmy, are 42 or 40, depending on what the club wants to do. If you can't have 40 players that you select to have backup for people on your team then you're not doing your list management properly because you should have three ruckmen, maybe four ruckmen. You should have three or four centre-half backs. You should have five key forwards on your list. You should have 12 midfielders. You should have half-back flankers, small forwards. That's list management. And then to say that you get you know 11 rounds in and you get a chance to go back and pick up kids that are going to help you in the longer term, I'm not convinced, Jim. Just quickly, before we have to take a break, Hayes, the mid-season
1: trade period has been floated. What's your take on this?
0: I don't like it at all. Like, I just don't think the game needs it. I just can't see whether it's actually going to help a club in this predicament at the moment without hurting another club. So the the classic example is the West Coast Eagles. They're on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Jeremy McGovern goes to Carlton. Now, Jeremy McGovern's on a massive deal at West Coast. And if he wanted to leave West Coast, he could just do it at the end of this season. But what are they going to get in return for Jeremy McGovern? They're going to get a draft pick, which is going to help them in the longer term. But it's actually going to weaken the team that is playing right now. Because when he plays, he's their best player. So are we saying that they should get rid of their best player halfway through the year when times are tough? I'm certainly not saying that. Mm. But that's, that's what's thrown up. And that's the argument. Now, I love how Carton have gone and used it properly. They've actually got two players that are ready to go that can help them this year. I think that's what we thought the mid-season draft was going to be about, but it's turned into just another AFL draft.
1: Hayes, we've got to take a break, but after the break, there's some good news for an emerging docker. He's put pen to paper. We'll talk about it next.
0: Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and
1: Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. Hope you're having a great weekend. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Docker's great Paul Hazelby and Hayes, an emerging docker, he's a really exciting talent, has put pen to paper as part of our breaking news. Imagine the best, DM Breaker, the world's best rock breakers.
0: Nathan O'Driscoll mm. got the nod <laughs> for a two-year contract extension. Did you see what I did there?
1: Yeah, I can see it. That's can... his
0: nickname, Nod, Nathan O'Driscoll. Really? And how good has he been when he was in the side? Of course, out injured at the moment, but they just keep signing him up, don't they? Hayden Young last week, Nathan O'Driscoll, all the young talent time at the Fremantle Dockers Signing and committing to the club, it's great to see.
1: I love the way O'Driscoll goes about it, that he takes the game on. He's not afraid to use that mm. left foot. He's kicked some incredible goals for a second- or third-year player. He's just been incredible, and they're building a really impressive list. So they've knocked off the reigning premiers, Hayes. They've got guys like Hayden Young, Nathan O'Driscoll. Now, I know you've been big on this during the week. You're, you're suggesting that the time is now for this Fremantle no, team. absolutely.
0: The window doesn't open too often. And the window can shut. And everybody out there, from a Fremantle perspective, think the window's open for eight years. It doesn't always work that way. All of a sudden, you can have a bad year with injuries, and then things might go pear-shaped, and the coach starts to question different things, and it can change. So when the window's open, you've got to strike while the iron is hot. And I believe they can win it this year. I believe they can win it next year. But... Forward line is still an issue for me, Jimmy. I think Nathan O'Driscoll, great wingman, but whilst he's been kicking goals, he's not kicking the big bags. And this week's going to be a challenge because the forward line will be Lobb, Logue and Meek.
1: And you raised earlier this week that Fremantle should go after someone like Taylor Walker.
0: Absolutely. Now, they don't have to do it right now. They can initiate those discussions and just see what happens at the back end of this year, whether his body is right, but more importantly, what Rory Lobb's going to do. Where are they with Luke Jackson? Are they a chance to get him back to the team? How much footy can Matt Tabernard play in the back half of the year if he continues to have hamstring concerns? Absolutely. I think it's a no-brainer, given the football that he's still playing. He's played seven games this year, Jim, and he's kicked 18 goals, which is more than Rory Lobb, who's played... I think, 10 games, maybe all 11 games, Rory Lobb. And not only can he kick goals, he's an elite field kick, and they haven't had that player really since Matthew Pavlich. So to get him as an unrestricted free agent, and for those that don't know what that means, it means you don't have to give anything away. You don't have to get him with picks. You don't have to give away a player. All you need to do is have space on the list. And I look at Frio's list, and there's three or four that I could easily say they're not part of the future. And if Taylor Walker... Was on the list right now, he would play this week, and they would look a better side for it.
1: Now, Nate Fife, Nat Fife, not playing AFL this week. And Why do you, you call him Nate? I think I made a mistake just quickly.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. some people do though, don't they? I don't know if Nate it's, it's Fyfe, Nate, Fyfe or, Nat
1: or Nathan. But yeah, anyway, everyone. Nathan. Everyone knows who it is. Probably He's Nathaniel. The fremantle star. He's not playing AFL this week. He's playing Waffle. Right decision. You were big on this a, a few months back, I think.
0: Absolutely the right decision. Doesn't matter who you are, if you miss ten week, ten months. Of footy. And it wasn't one injury. There was four bits of surgeries that he's went through. And it was probably the last one that tipped me over the line with this one, that it was a back injury. Have you had back surgery before, Jim? I have had no surgery. So if you have back surgery, you're out. You're out and you can't do nothing for a long period of time. So there was probably four or five weeks where he couldn't do anything. Now, if he was training all the way through, doing running and all those types of things, I'd be okay with it. But he hadn't had that opportunity to do it. So I think it's a great reason for him to go to the waffle, get some touch, get some confidence, Sends a message to the group that it's not about one individual here. It's not about our two time best and fairest, sorry, two time Brownlow medal winner. Everybody's held accountable. Everybody's going to be fit and ready to go when they represent the Fremantle Footy Club.
1: Yeah, taking on SUBI instead of playing for Fremantle against the Lions. Can't wait to see Nat Fife back in the AFL. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hazelby with you back with more on Off the Bench after this.
0: Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: Welcome back. Great to have your company just repeating the breaking news. Imagine the best DM Breaker, distributors of the world's best rock breakers, DMbreaker.com.au. Nathan O'Driscoll signing on for Fremantle. But, Hayes, let's get into the dig. Dial before you dig the essential first step. What's caught your eye? Why are you fired up? What's wrong?
0: Well, Jimmy, I'm just looking at the ladder. Mm -hmm. I go down to 18th position. It's the West Coast Eagles, one win from their 11 games. A percentage of 49.7. Slow. That tells you they're one of the worst teams in the history of the game. Now, you'd think the bottom team, in their predicament, would put out a young team with an average age of maybe, try and get it down to 25. Fast track or rebuild this, or a transition yeah, period. This is one of the oldest teams we've ever seen under Adam Simpson. 26 years and seven months is the average age. They've got six blokes over 30 and two that'll be over 30 in two weeks' time. Wow. Eight blokes. And then you've got Nash, bright spot, early in the year. Foley, back from concussion available. Dixon, bright spot, younger player, got to build around him, no Josh Kennedy for the future, all not playing this weekend. Now, either they admit that their recruiting staff have been horrendous and they don't have any good talent, <laughs> or don't try and convince me that we're in a transition or a rebuild when you go with that sort of list. 26... And seven months. There's only one club older than that this weekend. Geelong? Geelong. Spot on. I don't know where they're at. And then, of course, in time, they're going to get Liam Ryan back, Willi Rioli back. Um, Who else they got coming back? Dom Sheed,
1: Elliot Yeo. Dom
0: Sheed. And and those guys are probably all around that age, if not older. So it might take it up a little bit. Where's going to be the opportunity for any of those kids Hayes, I'm, I'm with you
1: 100% on this. I don't know what they're trying to achieve. They yeah. keep getting belted. They had a 100-point loss to the Bulldogs last week. Uh, you mentioned all those names. Josh Rotham's another one who was the sub last week who uh, finds himself in and out of the team. I'm not sure where he's at, where mm. he sits in that Eagles team, if he even has a future there. he's contracted for another two years. Uh, it's a big game, a, isn't it? They're in a really bad spot. This is this, this
0: this a coach-killer game. It's in a huge my... game. Yeah, If they they're... lose this one by a big margin... Yeah. There is no excuse. You go, well, that was twenty six and seven months. And we played our best midfield. Shannon Hearn was back in. There's no kids in there to speak of. There's only Brady Hoff is the only kid that's nineteen. Everyone else is twenty-one or above. Why is Adam Simpson using this approach? Why? I don't know. I think I still think it's a bit about he believes that they can get back and really be competitive and, and he's still got the now on his mind when I think West Coast supporters would much rather Give us a look at all those kids that are available. Put them in positions that they might improve in, and let's see where we're at. That's easy to handle if you lose by 100. But if you roll out with this and keep losing by 100, where do you go to from after this?
1: As I said, I'm not sure what they're trying to achieve. And you've made a good point previously about a young guy like Connor West who had Mm. a brilliant game in the middle, which is where his position, his best position is.
0: Best game ever. Goes to half forward. Breakout game.
1: Goes to half forward.
0: Goes to half forward the next two weeks because – Shuey and Gaff come back in, why can't they go to half forward? Why can't they? Because, oh, I know they can play. He knows they can play. But you've got to develop talent somehow. And I go back to Hawthorne all the time. Tom Mitchell is the best exponent of winning the ball I think I've ever seen in the history of the game. Wow, His Brownlow year was unbelievable. He has been kicked out of the centre bounce this year from Sam Mitchell. What is the difference between Sam Mitchell and Adam Simpson? One is starting from prepared, the ground up. Prepared to do it. Prepared to do it. Because he knows that if it's just Tom Mitchell, he's not going to survive. He needs to build three, four, and five younger players in those positions. Adam Simpson's not prepared to do it just yet.
1: The Eagles in all kinds of trouble. A massive game coming up for them this weekend against Adelaide in Adelaide. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hazelby back with you on Off the Bench after this.
0: Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: If you just missed it, Paul Hayes will be very fired up for the dig. Don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry. That was around West Coast, refusing to play the kids. They play against Adelaide Hayes. Who are you tipping?
0: I'm tipping Adelaide. Here, Mm. I hope for West Coast that they can put in a better performance and get close. But Adelaide at home have really had a crack this year. They've been in most games, Adelaide. So for that reason, Taylor Walker back, I think, they get up by 40 points.
1: Jeez, you've loved Taylor Walker this week. I'm tipping Adelaide
0: against West Coast too. Gold Coast and North Hayes. Come on, Gold Coast. You've come this far. Don't let us down against the worst or second worst team in the competition in North Melbourne. I think they've matured, Jim. I think they have. And Marvia Choll has been a key reason. He's been a good pickup. He has. For the Gold Coast Suns. And this is, I always talk about what you could lose if you hang on to a player too long. They hung on to Jack Rewald. And now they lose Mabia Choll for, you know, he may have an eight-year career at Richmond. But that's the trade-off sometimes uh, list managers have to think about when you have a senior player go on too long. I'm really looking forward to th- I'm also with Gold Coast, by the way. I'm
1: really looking forward to this one. Melbourne and Sydney, first seventh MCG, Saturday night footy, coming off a loss the days.
0: Yeah. Gettable. They are gettable, Melbourne again. You go Nobody. back through their form, they played... West Coast here weren't that good. They played North Melbourne, weren't that good. Got flogged by Fremantle. There should be a response, but should be a good game this one. Melbourne, Melbourne to win by 15.
1: Melbourne, just for me, it would have been better if Buddy was playing, but he got suspended because of his silly action in the match last weekend. Next one, Hayes. Hawthorne, Collingwood, This one, interesting, but Collingwood have a surprise packet
0: this year, so I'm going to lean the way of the Pies. Well-coached, haven't they been this year, Mm. Craig McRae? But Hawthorne have been that team that can rebound off a disappointing performance. They're a young team. When it's all right on their terms and they put in, they can beat some sides. When they're off, they're off. They're off last week. I think they're going to be on. I'm going the Hawks.
1: Now, buys, of course, this week for GWS, Port Adelaide, Richmond, St Kilda, Carlton, and Essendon and Hayes, I know on Sunday morning you will be like a kid at Christmas. Second v. Third. Brisbane coming to town, taking on the Dockers, who gee whiz, didn't they just turn it around after halftime last week? Super impressive. One of the best wins in club history. Now, I, know what, I reckon I know what you're going to say. They have to back it up here at home.
0: They do. And I'm tipping against them. Wow. To be honest. Uh, they were on fire, weren't they, early? Got ahead of himself. Had two poor performances. Got back on the bike. Great win. I'm looking for the response. Can they back it up? But more importantly, I'm worried about their forward line. Yep. Rory Lobb, he's going to get a good matchup on him. Um, for that reason, I'm not sure Griffin Logue and Lloyd Meek are going to be a good support cast for him. And Brisbane on the back of a loss recently to Hawthorne will come with the Brownlow medalist Hungry McCluggage back in. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go Brisbane. I'm going to go Brisbane. I'm dipping Brisbane as well. Mm. I think
1: they will win this game. But it, it will be fascinating to see how the Dockers back up after a whirlwind sort of win over the reigning premiers. As Hayes said, Hugh McCluggage is back in for the Dockers. Heath Chapman, Matt Tabiner, big Michael out. Walters, all out injured. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be their best team.
0: No Josh Tracy in. I would have thought he would have been the first one that comes in to help out Rory Lobb. But they've gone the two ruckmen. So I'm expecting Sean Darcy to spend a bit more time in the front half and Lloyd Meek to carry the ruck load. No
1: rain forecast for Sunday at this point. So uh, it won't be wet weather football and that will suit the Dockers a little bit more because we've seen what they've been like in the wet weather. But I reckon it's going to be a cracker to finish the round. Hayes, we've run out of time.
0: Great show, Jimmy. Well We'll done. Have a good weekend.
1: Yeah, you too. We'll do it all again on Off the Bench next weekend.